It's another episode of Hot Takes with Panda and Billy. I'm Panda. Billy's here. What's up, my guy? What's up? What's up? How are we doing, man? Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. Took a week off. Chilled. Yeah. Got away from football for a little bit. I went to two different Penguins games since the last time we talked. So, got to be there for for Crosby's 500th goal against the Flyers. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, didn't you? You guys almost lost that game too, though. Yeah, they were down, and they made that sweet <laughs> yeah. comeback. Yeah, yeah. Right. They're still good. Yeah, no, that's fine. I mean, <laughs> whatever, dude. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, the Flyers have been fucking. Poop yeah, they're terrible. This year, yeah, which sucks for them. They just uh, <laughs> apparently the guy they traded for, Rasmus Ristolainen, turned down his the contract offer they sent him because he's. In, unrestricted free agent after the year he doesn't so want to like, be he's stuck. like I, yeah. I don't want to be there <laughs> that thing. sucks man like I, yeah i mean it sucks for them i mean honestly though the worst part about it for flyers fans is every single person i'm friends with that's a minnesota wild fan uh watched chuck fletcher run that pro run that entire organization to the ground so he's just doing it here in Doing it here in the good old Pennsylvania now. It's on the eastern side. <laughs> it figures that cursed franchises would get even more cursed, man. Dude. Well, luckily, the team yeah. that's in that building is playing well now, for fuck's sake, dude. Yeah, you we got, got something Sixers? to cheer for. Yeah. Yeah, I went that to a game, hard. actually, in that in – that, yeah, absolutely. I tried timing it. <clears throat> I bought tickets uh, to the Boston game because after he got – after you got traded, everyone was like buying tickets for like that weekend. And I was like, no way. I bet they like premiere him for Boston. But of course they didn't. And then Boston came in and just stomped the Sixers by like 40 some points or something. It was awful, oh, dude. That sucks. Yeah. They pulled and beat. Like every, both teams had their starters out in the third quarter. It was awful. But that's one of those shitty still, things when you end up going to a game for something like that. Yeah. You're like, fuck, I just watched it. My team just got fucking smoked. I know. I paid 120 bucks. I tried timing it so well. I was thought I was a genius, but nah. But the premiere did come Friday after that, and it was glorious. And it's still been since then, man. Uh, I still enjoy the fact I sent it to you earlier today. We'll probably put it up on my uh, on the Instagram. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. James Harden posted it himself, actually. That yeah, yeah. I saw Instagram. it the day he, put, he did it. Yeah. When you're drunk at the club, and it's just him fucking falling over in the fucking <laughs> sheets. Like, probably just a reflection of how I was last night after the 35 beers that I had. But. Dude, I honestly blamed that Boston game on them partying with Harden too much because it was right after it got signed, you know, and then literally their rival comes into Philly, you know what I mean, to a huge crowd, and they just blow a, a they don't do that kind of shit, you know, anymore with Embiid and stuff. So it was just bizarre. Yeah. But uh, they were, yeah, I remember it was crazy. They shot like 20% or something while Boston was shooting like 53 or something. It was wild. But anyway, <laughs> that was my week. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I ended up going to, on Saturday, it was like my birthday weekend type thing. So Saturday we went to the Rangers-Penguins uh, game, which is a fucking great game. And for hockey fans, it, it was a great game. For anybody else, it's just like, Oh great! You went and saw a one-zero game. <laughs> would have oh, I see. Pissed, but it was a, in my opinion, as a as a large hockey fan, and understanding the game itself was fucking awesome because the goalies were just playing out of their minds. But did that. Now, uh, back to real life and no football. Uh, yeah, only sucks, man. That that Sunday is so weird without it, dude. Yeah, the only uh real 
big news that's come out since uh, the last time we did the podcast was the Steelers hired Brian Flores to be linebackers and defensive, like a like premier defensive assistant for the team, which is dope because that you can't pick a better fucking coach out there for the help the defense on that. Like, yeah. Honestly, and he has like more free time not being the head coach, so he's solely focused on the defense. Like it can only be good, you know. Yeah, I'm honestly a little surprised that uh, if their intentions were to bring him in, and it might just be them to, to keep who they just promoted. They just promoted uh, Terrell Austin to the defensive coordinator position because uh, Butler ended up uh, retiring. It was a little bit surprising that they didn't offer the, the head the, the you know defensive coordinating position to Flores when it came out um mainly because I mean Terrell Austin's a, a great prospect we'll see what happens but maybe it was also one of those that they were going to lose Austin if they didn't move him up so yeah I think that's maybe it too and maybe Austin's a hot name so maybe they like expect to lose him next year and maybe it was like uh for one, we got to feel out your situation type deal with Flores, but two, like a promise of when that dude leaves or if he does leave, you know, the defense is yours kind of deal. Yeah. Um, that's, that's always, the other thing they too. do that kind of shit. There's been a bunch of rumors and stuff obviously going around it's Pittsburgh and that's how shit happens. But mm. in those rumors, one of them is that this might be a way for, for Mike Tomlin mm. to maybe step down and, hand the reins over to Flores to become the head coach at some point too. I don't know that Tomlin's ready to, to give up coaching and he's still young. He's still in his forties. Like he's not yeah. even 50 yet. So it'll be interesting to see what, what happens with that because I mean, I guess, I mean, Coward retired early somewhat never went back to coaching, but I wouldn't mind seeing that. I mean, I think Flores is a hell of a coach, but. Maybe maybe that ends up being something that happens. Maybe not. Who knows? I mean, it'd be a nice plan B. It'd be a little weird. So I don't really see it happening. But <laughs> there's just all kinds of dumb rumors and shit. But yeah, of course. I'm just excited that we're still seeing somebody was actually out there and was ready to give him a job still, even though he's still gonna fight this whole discrimination setup that's coming up. So. Yeah, definitely. And right away, too. So, you know, somebody oh, wanted man. him right away. Yeah, oh, yeah absolutely. So, mm-hmm. well, do we do our shot now or do you want to do your shot after after we uh, talk about this sweet new movie uh, and the new, new setup that we're doing for the podcast with no uh, no football? I'm down to do it now. I don't care, man. Well, I, I can it. always find another one. Yeah, yeah that's fine. I got this. I got a uh, cinnamon candy apple whiskey. My hey, nice. I have a uh, fireball, so it's kind of the same thing. Shit, sort of, kind of. Yeah, fire cinnamon whiskey. <laughs> well, cheers, bud. Here's cheers, to uh, the first podcast sans any football. Yeah. Woo. Good stuff. Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. Woo. All right, so since we don't have any football to really talk about, and we only dabble and touch into the other sports because, one, I'm not a big, big basketball guy, but I do like to pay attention, and Billy is not a big NHL guy, even though that is my favorite sport. We're going to do shitty sports movie reviews. (laughs) (laughs) 
Now, How dare you mean, say it's shitty? Now, that doesn't mean that they're shitty like sports movies, but we're reviewing the movies. And yeah. somewhat. I mean, it's going to be kind of a, a half-assed review of, a, of sorts. More or less, it's just basically Billy and I talking shit. But first one up on the docket, Invincible. The story of Philly in a nutshell. <laughs> Vince Papali, man. Vince Papali. It's true. I had like a weird like, uh, I don't know, uh, Jimmy Neutron moment or something, you know, like an idea. I was like, dude, literally every single Philly story is this story. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, it started with the fake uh, story in Rocky and then it all just followed from there. Yeah, basically. Honestly. Yeah. So uh started this movie, obviously kind of goes over you kind of get them watching a listless garbage fucking philadelphia eagles team they're they're watching him play <laughs> the Bengals as mark Wahlberg's character which by the way way too fucking short to be vince papali in the first place he's five foot oh, eight yeah. papali was six two like okay but he's got a glorious hair and he's jacked man so he's the perfect guy <laughs> Plus, yeah. he, he's from Boston, right? So he can yeah. kind of fake that he accent. Can, he, can, so. he can fake the Philly accent a little bit because he's from Boston. Yeah, exactly. He's just got to make it prettier. But they all are sitting in the stands in a snowy game, and the Eagles are, are down 31 nothing to the Bengals. Yeah. And then they completely botch a play, and then they take a knee to end the game, and everybody's screaming and yelling and bitching and moaning like you would expect to have at a, at a Philly game when you're losing – by 31 points it's what happens that's how it goes and it's the final final game of the year i think they said too so yeah 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 literally the last play of the year is a kneel down from your offense so it's pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> so fans from there and then it goes into them inside a bar max's bar with some buddies bar that he now bartends at because he wasn't getting as much work as a substitute teacher so this is what he's doing and then true, you know, we're going to put you all the way down in the bottom of the, the rung of the ladder. And you're going to be in the gutter for a little bit. His wife leaves him. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Come on. For not working. And he's like, uh, come I, on, man. I'm working. <laughs> yeah, like, like, I'm literally yeah. working. <laughs> yeah, two jobs, but. Hey, man, you got to start from the bottom to have a cool story. By the way, this is a Disney movie. Yes, we should have said that. Yeah, yeah. It, is like, it's, it is actually like pretty like decent, like adult and everything. It's not super goofy and everything, but it it is a Disney movie through and through. Oh, absolutely. It got made. Um, They ended up making this one. It was like right after they did a ESPN did something on Papali for a Monday Night Football game like two years prior. And then... This has been something that they've wanted to do. Like, apparently for the movie to be made, that they wanted something along these lines for the NFL and Disney because it could use the NFL's popularity. I mean, it did. It did really well in the box office. Yeah, for so. sure. But yeah, back to the, back to the show itself. <laughs> Looking. So he ends up playing football. Like they're, they're, One thing that they had they kept going back to is they, were play, they play football together as adults, which I don't think I've ever seen people really do anymore. Maybe that's the thing you did in the 70s. But... Yeah. We're too afraid to get hurt now, because if we go to the hospital we're fucked. Yeah, it's <laughs> so, they're out there, and then they had the announcement that they're gonna have open tryouts. Dick Vermeule is announced as the head coach. 
his first head coaching job in the NFL. And he Yeah. He's played by uh Greg Kinnear. Who I who I know him mostly from that movie Loser, because he was the teacher that was banging Mina Savari or whatever. Oh yeah. Fantastic movie. You should just movie. watch it again. Yeah. Yeah. It is a great movie. I haven't seen that movie yeah. forever. It's so good. The soundtrack alone is worth it. But oh, he yeah. looks just like Dick Vermeule, honestly. Like, I mean, close enough, right? Yeah. So, so. It, an interesting thing that I read on it too. So Kinnear actually spent <coughs> In, a, in the final year of Dick Vermeil's coaching tenure when he was at Kansas City, yeah. he spent a lot of that year getting to know Vermeil and like researching him by spending the time with him during the season. So you know, oh, was he still the coach when this was coming out? He was the head coach of the of the Chiefs at the time. Oh wow, yeah. dang man! This that's movie so came great. out in two thousand six, dude. I know, I know, man. Uh, it's so wild. A year after they went to the Super Bowl and everything, really. Yeah, because that's right after they went to... four or five, yeah. Yeah, because it would have been right, yeah. Because you guys lost to the Patriots in that one. Yeah, cheated. They got cheated. But yeah, yeah. Bastards. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, so... They do this, they open up, and it's, I mean, kind of a cool little setup, and it looks a little bit like uh, it's it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. Where they bring this dude in, and he's just this fat shit, like 20, he's like, I'm 28 (laughs) years old! Bro, I'm in the best me... shape of my life. Yeah, dude, there's a fan that did that here uh, during our Super Bowl run. I think is like a 23 year old fan. He does it word for word perfectly for the news, dude. It's so good. If you ever get a chance, check it out. I sent you the link in the chat. But okay, gotcha. Two yeah, years, it's so funny. Two years varsity. That's yeah, right. Two That's years. What he says. <laughs> yeah. I played high school football. Two years. Guys out here, we're on reserves. Yeah, so Practice funny, squad man. guys. And I'm in ready this movie, he's like they need wearing me. a cape, and a, like years a wrestling old. leotard, and he's like extremely fat. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. He's like got a cape yeah, on and shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a long fucking line of just average Joes, and then of course jacked Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Basically. And yeah. So they get in, he gets into training camp, actually gets the invite. He's the only one that they invite out of everybody that gets to go to training camp. And, of course, running joke all the time. First thing that happens is he gets into training camp is he looks at his name and his name's spelled wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, he says something to the equipment manager. He goes, does it really matter? By the time I get around to fixing it, are you going to be here? Like, that, yep. that ends up being the running joke as it goes. So he goes out the first day of training camp, obviously was a little little uh nervous and everything, obviously. But then decides that he wants to use like quarterback shoulder pads so he can move faster. Yeah, he and was, the he running was like joke a beat. comes back. Yeah, he was like a beat behind all the pros and they were like talking shit on him. Yep. And of course Dick Vermeil was like, Oh, okay, well, get this guy out of here so he just changed it to the the quarterback shit and then he was running fast enough he was beating him now somehow yeah. <laughs> and then uh yeah apparently it's yeah. the shoulder pads that were the problem <laughs> yeah yeah that slows you down by like a second and a half but uh yeah he <laughs> goes in the uh, equipment manager goes those are there to protect you you're not gonna last a you're gonna last out there if you switch over to them and of course he uses the line of is it really gonna matter like yeah okay <laughs> Cool, here's the line again, guys. Beat the dead horse. Beat the dead horse. <laughs> Come on, man. He's a guy down on his luck, you know? He's a guy down he's on his a, luck. He's, yeah, he's working against the universe right now. And in all of this, of course, there's always the love interest side of it, too. So the owner of the 
bar that he worked at, Max's, has his cousin show up to start working there, and she's a Giants fan. Yeah. So she moved course. down from New York. So of course, there's the hated Giants. <laughs> <laughs> and she's yeah she wears giant shit all the time too yep. which is funny yeah so they end up going through and she like sent them like a care package to training camp because obviously training camp is sold separately you don't have it in the like obviously at the at the the link or yeah that was, or i think it was what the fuck was it before it wasn't the link i'm not i'm no no we used to have it up in lehigh i don't I, uh, yeah. chip kelly moved it down but i don't know where they were at in the 70s i couldn't tell you but but yeah either way he goes in of course he's by himself to start he opens up the package and of course she left her new york giants shirt <laughs> in there for him to open up and he has to call yeah. her. oh you trying to get me killed out here <laughs> come on it's cute Oh yeah, I mean you gotta go yeah. for the you gotta go for the, the the love interest there, right? I should say too. Every time they're at Max's, like they they constantly go to this Max's bar every night because he's working and she's working, blah blah blah. But yep. all the friends are always there too. Just like uh, what do you, what's that show? Cheers. Cheers. They're always there because this is like the union strike days of the yep. '60s or '70s or whatever. So yeah, a lot of them are out of work and shit like that. So they're just hanging out, getting drunk, and and then they're all kind of living through Vince. You know, they they tell him they they had to like convince him to even go in the first place to tryouts. But they were like, "Hey, man, like as long as you're down there, it doesn't matter if it's two minutes or two hours. You know, you're down there, kind of thing." So we're living through you. So he's just kind of like has that going with him the whole time too. It's it's you know the neat feel good thing, but it is true. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he has all his buddies and everything that are there at the. At the uh, uh, the bar. practices and stuff, the practices oh, yeah, and shit yeah. like that too, and they're all excited. It's cool. It's a cool little setup. But yeah, they always end up yeah. showing him back at the bar because, as you said, it's 1976, the year that this was based off of, and all he was he he lost his job and he was working there, but they had this union strikes and everything else, and nobody was yeah. really working. So like, he had to go ask his dad frank for money to pay rent after the his old lady left him and yeah all that but yeah he like goes back and like he he gets through training camp he ends up making the team now a funny thing that i ended up seeing that was interesting is they tried to use it as a uh like a, a part in the movie where they were like oh he was uh Vermeil's trying to to get them to use um like veterans with rookies and rookies with veterans and shit to like team up. He's yeah, in, in the dorms for training camp or whatever, he paired them together, a vet with a new guy. Yeah, but the problem was is the guy that they paired him with, Franks, was an undrafted rookie in 1966. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I they thought they paired up. him with uh, like a veteran center or something like that because yeah, I thought yeah, I think the guy who was a Oh, okay. But that guy I th in 1976 yeah. is an undrafted rookie. Oh, really? That's funny. Yeah. Like I just thought well, that they, was hilarious. They had to they had to build him up to put in that white knuckle bullshit. You know what I mean? It's like that little story he gives them. Oh, yeah. Hey, did we mention that his girlfriend is Elizabeth Banks? Yes. No, we did that, not. But she's yeah, a babe. She's, yeah, she's that babe, man. Yeah, like absolutely. Uh, babe. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. 
They uh the only so the other thing was funny. He is a wide receiver, but he was mostly a special teams player. Yep, he was a gunner on on special teams. The only reception he ever caught was in 1977. He got a 15 yard pass. Fun fact on that. It was from Roman Gabriel, and it was the final pass ever thrown by Gabriel. Was that pass the only that's one that he ever caught? Yeah, that's cool, man. Kinda that's inter- neat. Kind of interesting. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he has a cool story. The dude's still around, dude. He's in. He's always promoting Genos and shit, and he's in like the yeah. commercials and yeah. Yeah, I looked it up earlier. He he is uh he he worked for Sally May or whatever for a long time. He lives over in New Jersey. Yeah. He has two yeah. kids. His kid ended up playing for the University of Delaware as a wide receiver. Yeah. That's kind of cool. But no, yeah. very neat. He's, he seems like a, a very like genuine dude, too, like he does in this movie, you know. But a little cooler than Mark Wahlberg. No offense, Mark. Mark, yeah. Mark. So the other thing that's kind of cool, too, is they didn't actually use Veteran Stadium, obviously, as it was imploded in 2004 sadly they ended up actually the interior shots everything were for the exterior obviously that was all cgi'd but the interior is from franklin field where they played from 58 to 70 yeah which i thought that I've was been in there a few cool, times yeah i thought it was a cool little like setup and yeah i think they i think i've seen like a little uh like making of clip or whatever at one point in my life where it is franklin field but then they like digitize the rest of it because it, it shows the top half of veteran stadium from the inside every once in a while too because that's yeah. where his friends sit you know but anyway back to the story yeah he, uh, the story. so he makes the team makes yeah the team. yeah it was like which is a cool reveal with his buddies at the bar he doesn't tell him he makes it he no, just he's just working yeah no he no so he had his oh, that's buddy right. come no, and he, jump the car his buddy, yeah he's yeah, like yeah i gotta right. have you jump my car it comes yeah. out there and then tells him. He goes, he's like, I wanted you to be the first one to know. Right. He's like talking shit well, about like how yeah, bad nothing, his car nothing is. was wrong. Yeah, nothing was wrong with his car. And his, yeah. his friend's like, what the fuck, bro? Why doesn't this start? I don't get it. And then he figured it out, you know. But because <laughs> I th- he think he get, I got like a new car, right? That's why it was uh, yeah. it was working. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So he did that. Goes down. They all celebrate that he made the team. And then, of course, Hands to the first game where they go play the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. And he neat, gets though. fucking crushed <laughs> to start. Yeah. So well, he guns and he hesitates though. He he stutter yep. steps and then just gets fucking crack blocked or whatever. Uh it's neat though. It's it's cool build up into that stadium, you know, they make them all look like mythological and shit. Starbuck and all that bull craps out there throwing touchdowns yeah. left and right. You know, and then you got like the measly eagles doing dumb shit. <laughs> you know I mean, what I mean? They, they really, they really showcase it like that. But to be completely fair on that one, that was the legendary I know it days. Was. Landry. And, I know. I mean, outside of the Steelers, the Cowboys were like the team. No, I, I understand it. I'm just saying they did a really good job of making them seem like these monoliths, you know, compared and shit. It wasn't. It was cool. I'm saying. Oh yeah. Yeah. So another thing that was kind of funny. Well, we'll I'll talk about it once we get to that. But they end up losing this game, and the owner comes up and is just talking to Dick Vermeil, and it's like, oh, and seven, we're oh, and six to start the preseason, and this is the first loss. Oh, and seven is not exactly the way I wanted it to go. Yeah. Typical shit. Yeah. I mean, just normal, but then it goes back and forth a couple different games, and then he ends up 
having uh, he sort of had a fallout with his buddy Mick, who was afraid that he was just gonna like forget about all the guys at Max's because he's playing. Yeah. Well, his buddy Mick was uh, jobless as well, but they yep. were always, he was always at the bar. But he was more or less jealous because, uh, you know, he was getting everything. He you know he gets on the Eagles practice and shit. He gets the girl, so he's kind of taking it out on him for a while. Yeah. But yeah, as he, he said, it, it, his buddy Mick had been you know down on his luck through this. It'd been a shitty mm-hmm. fucking time for him. But yep, there we go. They get through. He goes out. He was just driving around, kind of feeling down on himself. And he goes over to see that his boys are all playing football. So Mick comes up and was like, hey, the Eagles might not have a need for you, but your boys need you now. And he like <laughs> right. shies away from it at first. And then it starts raining. And for some reason, the rain is all it took. And he got out and he goes Hell and yeah. plays football with all of his buddies again. But hold changes on. changes his at entire the- demeanor. Yeah, it does, but he throws the game-winning touchdown to his angry friend or whatever. Yeah. And now they're, like, best bros. And he gets tackled awkward, too, like, to make it look like he almost gets hurt, kind of, you know? Yep. And they hug slow motion in the rain as they walk out and shit. I should I should <laughs> mention, there was a scene, real quick scene, when he was, like, he goes to his dad, and he's like, hey, dad, I want to quit, because I don't think the Eagles are going to take me, you know what I mean? Like that. This is right before the season starts, and his dad's like, "Shut up, dude! Like it's the Eagles. Like who gives a shit?" And he he tells him about how um, seeing Steve Van Buren get that touchdown, winning that 1960 championship, and all yeah. that, you know, got him through 30 shitty years working at the factory and stuff like that. And I was like, "Man, I totally feel that. Like that's how we all feel. You know what I mean? I always think of Nick Foles' face and stuff, you know, on bad days. So <laughs> it is what it is, you know." I, it's, Yo, if I say good morning to Alexa, my Alexa, she says uh, good morning, uh, and she's something like, remember, the Eagles are fucking Super Bowl champions, and then it goes straight to Meek Mill Radio, dude. Like, <laughs> it, it, I'll never forget that day, so I, I totally understand that, you know, it's a cool... They, yeah. get, they get some of the Philly shit down really well, I should say. Oh, they, like, I, think all, they, I think they yeah. portrayed Philly out pretty pretty well in this movie. Yeah. I think they did a real good job of with the casting and setting themselves up for oh, it. Oh, the vibe and everything. Yeah, yeah. They don't show a whole lot of the city. It's mainly just like a neighborhood or whatever, but they, they got it down, man. It's cool. Especially the old feel of it. You know what I mean? Because it, it was a lot more grimy back then than it is now. Oh, yeah. Well. Yeah. But... Then he goes over the love interest, Janet, and ends up going to talk to her right before the next game. And he's like, oh, I just I got a lot of stuff on my plate. And then she pulls. Yeah. The, I've got a lot of stuff on my plate, too. You think I want to I want to make this. I don't want to get into anything either. So they're both uh, apparently in agreement that they don't want to fuck each other well she got she said it she was mad i thought that scene was weird anyway he it just is. went up there and he was like pretty much like i go i'm dumping you because uh i gotta think about the eagles which I, okay i understand or, or whatever but then she just like gets offended and she's like you know what i wasn't here for a date anyway fuck you yeah and then that, that was it yeah you have to break up to come back together you know uh, yeah it is what it is it just so coincides with the eagles season starting it's so funny so there's that that all <laughs> happens yeah. They end up getting back together at some point. She shows up to the Giants game in all of her Giants stuff. 
this is where I was going to talk about the fun fact. So, yeah. in the Giants game, the final game, that we get to see, the running back that's shown has the last name James on the back, but the actual running backs in the 76 season for the Giants were Doug Kotar and Larry Zonka. But they apparently didn't give permission to use their names in the film. Nice. So they had to use a fucking fake name. Like, who the fuck does this... Or they like the film. They probably just do we lose? (laughs) Do we lose in that scene? They're like, yeah, like all right, we can't be in that shit. (laughs) We should say there's a setup for this because when he was in training camp with that center who was apparently a rookie, he 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 like roughs him up in the in the room a little bit, but he he shows him his stance, and when his fingers are pressed down, then your 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 middle knuckles are white, you know, because you're putting pressure down, meaning that he's going to, they're rushing at you. They're not going to sit and block. So, and yeah, you can get to it, I guess, with this Giants game or whatever, yeah, yeah. but it's, it's tied, right? And the Giants are like punting at the end of the game. Yeah, the Eagles I are think. punting. The Eagles are punting. The Eagles are punting. That's what it is. They're punting the Giants. And then uh, Wahlberg notices that uh, the dude's knuckles are white. So he calls an audible and they're all like, who the fuck are you? You know what I mean? But they call it anyway. And he breaks his uh, blocker, gets a free run down there and makes the dude muff it. And he picks it up, runs in for the game winning touchdown. And he points to his friends up in the 700 club and shit. It was oh, really yeah. cool. That was cute or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, but so what's funny is the actual play was considered a muffed punt. I so know. in real life, he didn't actually score a touchdown, but he did. He did caused the fumble so you're not because you're not allowed to you're not allowed well, to no, it shows the it shows the play at the end he runs it in yeah he runs it in but you're not allowed to you're not, oh, it doesn't go yeah. for a touchdown back then I, I think it's still a rule to be completely honest if it's a muff punt you can't return it you have to you just get it if you get it it's i think that's in college right that might be a college one then still now yeah because uh that if it's a muff pump and not like a fumble you can't advance it you just get the right. ball so well whatever it's a cool moment he points to his friends and shit i mean it happened in real life regardless you know he ran that in or whatever like what a fucking unbelievable feeling that would be oh yeah you go for you go dude the dude has no furniture by the way because his wife took it all and he punched a bunch of holes in his house it looks like shit every time it shows his house all he has is the phone and like some bread and uh you go from that what four months later to pointing at your friends while you're you just Caused a muff punt and possible touchdown. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's the it's the yeah. perfect you know pick me up story. Yeah, perfect. I mean it is a Disney movie, but it did fucking happen, so it's just crazy. Yeah, and yeah, they did a really good job with it. I think they 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 ended up you know um getting a really good you know background and everything else out of it. They did a really good job with that. Um, the only other thing is with it, like that's the end of the, that was the end of the movie. That yeah. play, and it kind of goes over all of his. Like he played it for him for three years. It shows the real pictures of him and was you know, the, the typical shit. Yeah, special. He was the actual special teams captain in '78, his final year that he played for him. Yeah. He um. Along with that, to make this the the script work better, they ended up saying that he was a South Philly guy, but he wasn't. He was actually a native of Delaware County, Pennsylvania. Yeah. He's a so, Delco kid. That's the accent. Yep. Yeah, his home, high school that he ended up teaching at and the bar were all located in the towns of Glen Holden and Prospect Park. So hmm. he had all that. But the bar in which he worked at is now called Pogue Mahones. It's located on Chester Pike and Prospect Prospect Park. Like, 
thought that was kind of an interesting thing. I mean, obviously nothing's going to be perfect. You're going to try and do it for the story to make it look a little bit better, but yeah. we obviously had to approve it. I mean, Philly's Philly at this point, so, you know, yeah, what it is. <laughs> I mean, you just need the story, dude. It doesn't fucking matter, man. And I'm sure he wasn't too sad about it. Oh. Movie's cool. I mean, it's a good movie. I think. I mean, I, I I'm biased. Uh, I saw it in theaters. You know, obviously <laughs> when it first came out, I saw it with a buddy and everything. It was just me and him, and it was funny. And I remember tearing up then when you get the flyover of the vet in the beginning, <laughs> and then uh, it fucking hits me a little bit even now. I don't care, you know. But yeah, I mean, it's a good feel good story. It just so happens to be about the Eagles. So, so the other thing that I thought was funny too, it ends up popping up is uh. When he goes to talk to Janet in the at the Philly cheesesteak place, yeah, the song that's playing in the background is "Fooled Around and Fell in Love," yeah, which is the exact same song that's playing in Boogie Nights when Amber does the lines of coke off the coffee table and can't get up to call <laughs> the phone call her son. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. <laughs> Just like dumb little it. things you end up seeing and noticing. Yeah. That's well, yeah. hilarious. I wonder why they picked that for the movie anyway. I mean, it works better in my eyes for yeah that than it did for fucking Boogie Nights. Your lady's doing well, I think it's, coffee table. I think it's the irony in Boogie Nights. That's why they chose it. Yeah. But there is a scene that they bring up the fucking snowballs thing at Santa in this movie, of course. In a national movie, they have to keep this. This won't die. No, it won't. Uh, uh, Vermeil's wife is, brings it up and she's like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, whatever. And she's like, it's, you know, they did throw snowballs at Santa, you know, that bullshit, but whatever. They'll let that, they'll let that, it'll be the year 3000. They're going to be talking about snowballs at Santa from 1963 or whatever it is. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's true, dude. Robo Collinsworth is still boring us to death and talking about it. Nobody likes that guy. Nobody likes that guy. Yeah, oh no, no I, I actually enjoyed this movie. It was really good. Uh, I know that we said we're in shitty reviews, but it says the reviews are shitty, not the not the movies all the time. But yeah, right. We'll we'll get better at doing it. We got a system. We'll start doing, and uh, we'll start reviewing more and more movies. Uh, not sure which one we'll do for the next episode, but uh, we'll find something, and it's gonna be great. Maybe I'll throw up a thing on a. Uh, the old Instagram a and poll. a poll, and we'll just like put three ones and see which ones that we have to watch. People choose for us to to look or uh, to watch. I'll watch anything. <laughs> yeah, no, Your backyard I, footage. I, can, I don't care. I can, I, I'm right there with you. <laughs> yeah, just some right of these on. dumb sports movies that are out there, we can find something. I mean, yeah. Yeah, we've already watched one of the worst ones in fucking Home Team. So, yeah, I don't think it'll get much worse than that, dude. That I think that's the bottom. Bad. That, yeah. was, that was pretty far down there. All right. Well, that was the end of that one. Well, let's get into a little bit more. USFL, baby. Rosters oh, are yeah. set. Yeah, we had a draft. All 32 rounds or something like that? 35. There you go. Yeah, 35, man. It, it, I went on for like three days. <laughs> uh, I have my team, oh, yeah. the Pittsburgh oh, Maulers, okay. baby. Yeah. We're the stars. The yeah, the Philadelphia stars, stars, which is weird. Yeah, and their colors are are like the reverse Chiefs. So it's yellow mainly, and then like red on the inside. It look like mustard. It's weird. Yeah, uh, I mean Pittsburgh is literally like a purplish blue and orange, dude. So, uh, 
It's, is there any weird. connection to why they're called that for you? Because the, the no stars idea. were the original team, like way back in the day, I guess. I don't think so, but maybe. okay. Hmm. I don't believe there's any reason. At least in my eyes, yeah. Anyway, who was your who was that who was that quarterback you drafted? Oh, uh, Kyle. What was it? Kyle Lawfield? Lawletta. Sorry, Kyle yeah. Lawletta. Yeah. Lawletta. Okay. That dude sucks. Uh, <laughs> he he played for the Giants for a minute, but I remember him in college too. Yeah, he was uh Giants for a while. He was at Richmond for yep. college. And then uh he was on Giants, Eagles, Falcons, Browns, Jaguars, Browns, and now he's on the Pittsburgh Maulers. There you go. Yeah, he's we from he's, he's a Pennsylvania kid. He's from Exton, so I, oh, I bet that's why they picked him up. It might be. It seem it seems like they're kind of doing that with some of the teams. We have a uh, Brian Scott who uh, played college at uh, Occidental College, apparently, and oh, then played okay. for some spring league. Yeah, man, stud. So their uh, reason they're the Maulers is because that was their original team name, USFL team. Is that same? Same here. Okay, that makes sense. This is all we should say, dude. They're not playing them in our stadiums this year. Do you see that? They're all no, playing everything's in being Alabama. Played in, yeah, everything's being played in Birmingham, Alabama yeah. to start. That sucks. I mean, it does. I, it honestly might help them out, though, with travel and shit to start. So, well, I mean, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I mean, should we even get into it right now? Like, or should we wait longer? Because, like, who knows if, if it's even going to happen because they're getting sued. Well, yeah. What was this? Because you said you're going to bring it up. I didn't even get it. I didn't yeah, even hear yeah. about this. So what's going on with that? So the real USFL LLC, like the ones who originated it, they're suing Fox for creating the new USFL, which is the United States Football League. I don't know what it was earlier. Uh, for like stealing their name and idea and shit. And they're just now suing them. But the league's supposed to start next month. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like all the former owners or something are all teaming up to sue them. Which makes no sense because are you like literally just going to try and get like money off of them or what? Like that doesn't make any yeah, sense. It, yeah. Well, they're claiming that quote, it says it's an unbashed counterfeit and that it has no right to capitalize on the goodwill of the league. So, I don't know, man. Yeah, the real yeah. USFL LLC filed a complaint in California federal court on <laughs> yeah. Monday. So that happened yesterday. Yep. That's super yeah. – it's just so fucking weird, dude. Like Stupid. Come on, man. Originally, None of these things succeed. Why do you got to fucking handicap it from the jump like this? They have to fight it. I mean, they're going to have to at some point. Like, of at, course. At, yeah. at some point, you have to sit there and think about it from the court standpoint of being like – this hasn't been a relevant league since 84. So, like, mm -hmm. get the fuck out. Like, you can't. Well, do they do they still own the rights of the USFL abbreviation? That and, would be such a weird thing to hold on to. I mean, I guess it it worked, or it might. But Yeah. I guess. I don't know. That's fucking weird. But, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's just a group of the former owners from the original that are suing them, so. That's well, hopefully it happens. Team. Hopefully they get to play. I mean, these kids just got drafted before this news happened, so I would like them to get a chance, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you don't have you don't have minor leagues in football. Yeah. At all. So this is kind of them giving them a chance to play the game they love still. And 
go on and do it. So, plus we get football. I mean, I want football, man. So yeah, I'll take football. it when I can. Who Absolutely. cares? Yeah, there's just more football to be played. Um, yeah. Outside of that, though, I mean, you've been paying attention at all to wrestling. The garbage ass elimination chamber event is not really awesome. I heard about it. I mean, I forgot that it was early, so by the time I remembered, it was already over. But I heard it was bad, so I didn't even catch up. Yeah, it wasn't all that awesome. Uh, what happened is what we expected to happen. Brock Lesnar comes out as a champion, setting it up another Brock versus Roman WrestleMania showdown. For what, like the fourth year in a row or something? This is like the eighth <laughs> time they fucking wrestled that. Yeah, I, this is what made me like drop out of WWE as like a really interested person because it's the same shit yeah it is it's always the same unfortunately uh the fun thing that i've had so far that i can attest to is the new setup that they have with uh seth rollins and kevin owens has been fucking pretty cool they're doing like yeah those two are great yeah they're just so good together whether they're wrestling against each other or wrestling with each other it's fucking great so definitely there's a rumor out there that we might see steve austin back for wrestlemania to do what like a ref no he'd wrestle no way if he did he would just come in and stun a dude or something and leave supposedly it's it's the one that they're talking about maybe having happen it'd be owens versus uh austin battle of the stunners since they're both using the stunner now (sighs) cannot his neck though right so that was the whole reason why he couldn't wrestle he apparently was supposed to come back a couple years ago right before Jim Ross got fired. Hmm. But he claimed an injury when he found out he was going to lose to Jonathan Coachman. So he's like, yeah, I'm good. I'm not losing to fucking a fucking commentator. Like, yeah, I'd rather he go toe-to-toe with Owens, you know, and then have him... You got to have him win, though. You got to have, like, the OG outstun him or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you should... You definitely with somebody like Austin, you almost have to. I mean, but the yeah. old adage is you always go out on your back. So sometimes, yeah, that's fair. Maybe they're giving him the chance to do that. I mean, honestly, the worst part about it, I just feel like the WWE at this point is they've got to the point where they've they've taken so much talent away by fi- like like letting them all go that I don't know where they're at with it. Like they don't have enough talent really to do these two shows anymore. I mean, if you've noticed, they've just been they. SmackDown and Raw have been having people come back and forth. It's almost like they're going to unify yeah. these titles and just have the one title again and shit like that. So they might as well. At some point, you have to. Like you almost have to. Yeah. I mean, it is what yeah. it is. So it's wrestling. Mania's coming. Mania's coming up though, man. So it'll be cool either way. Yeah, we've got the week before Mania is Raw here in Pittsburgh. So I'm going to try and go to that. Oh. Yeah, for sure. You should. Yeah, uh, that one's got a guaranteed appearance by Stone Cold Steve Austin. So, be kind of cool. I haven't seen Stone Cold in a long time. I'm gonna go there, smash some beers, and fucking Stone Cold some beers. Yeah, a must. It'll cost me sixty bucks, but (laughs) yeah, exactly. He's my favorite. He was always my favorite wrestler. He's everybody's favorite. Stone Cold is a fucking man. Yeah, like he was like the anti-hero of. He was just the regular man, but he fucking beat everybody up. You know, he wore knee braces. Who cares? Yeah. Wore jean shorts. Who cares? <laughs> what? And he, had 
Yeah, exactly. He had one of the best special moves. Plus, him and The Rock, their little feud back in the day was like one of the greatest things ever. So, oh, dude, it sticks with you, man. They used to. Uh, there, there's like all the stories that went around for that. So, The Rock used to like oversell the stunner all the time whenever he'd get stunned. Oh he'd yeah, like, he'd fucking, fucking do that stand up, stand up, like a uh, handstand thing. Yeah, all that yeah. shit. And uh, <laughs> if he, so they always had the rule who was buying beer for the end of the night was if The Rock oversold or undersold the stunner. <laughs> so The Rock is like, if he did better at selling it this time, he didn't have to buy the beer. <laughs> Stone Cold did. But if he didn't do as good of a job selling it, Stone Cold had to go buy the beer. <laughs> Man, I, I, to be a fly on the wall, like the uh, them in their prime hanging out like that would be awesome. Oh, that would have been insane. You know? Yeah. The one thing that you do hear, too, like about it, though, is like you never hear anything bad about those two like you never heard anything yeah, bad one. from the from the locker room like they were assholes they hazed me they did this no they didn't they didn't do any yeah. of that shit like they uh you didn't yeah. even hear about them like being like complete like drugged out weirdos either you know it feels like every single one of them touches with that at one there's point. a lot of them that did yeah for sure i think yeah what, what helped him more than anything else, especially like stone cold and stuff is like the whole brian pillman thing like seeing that up close and all that like before he passed away like that's that was probably a big thing for him to be like i can't do these drugs and i can't do this shit so yeah they are yeah we have that and then uh, in general i just thought they were always just like the fucking perfect stars for it so mm-hmm. they were great but I believe that's probably about all i got i don't have anything else otherwise other than uh your, your boy harden coming coming up to the sixers so it's fun man it's a show for sure. They were making jerseys at the game, bro. Like oh, on sure. the fly. Bam, bam, bam. Just a line of them, dude. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I saw online they had a uh, Fanatics was selling his for like 55 bucks. They'd it's a lie. It's only the it. fast break jerseys, dude. It's all a lie. And they're $75 too. Oh, really? I just saw it. Yeah, keep, the- I keep popping up on my Twitter. So. I know, me too. The fast break ones are those like really cheap, loose ones with like the iron on shit. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. But whatever. I mean, some people, who cares, you know? Yeah. Buy them. Buy them. Have fun. Yeah. Do your thing. Yeah. I feel you. What? Well, I'm going to just drink my drink and set up another shot because I'm still feeling it from yesterday. <laughs> you got to hair the dog, bro. Have that shot. I'll have a half a shot with you then. Pour a half of you. Uh, I don't have but chug it. There's a little bit left in here. Nice. Happy birthday, by the way. Should we sing to you? Yeah, I mean, Should you I play? Sing, go for it, bud. <laughs> oh, no, on the spot. All right. Happy birthday to Brent. Yeah. Happy birthday. You pouring one? Happy birthday yeah. to Brent. Happy birthday to Brent. Yeah. Happy uh, birthday to me. Crosby sucks. Happy birthday, bro. Cheers. Off, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I Loki kind of forgot the word, so I threw that in there, but <laughs> on the spot. <sighs> cheers, man. Yeah, cheers, bro. Thank you. But mm-hmm. that's all we got. That's the end. We'll throw up a thing on the uh old Instagrams and we'll find out a new movie that we're gonna review. We'll see if we do it next week if we're gonna start doing these bi weekly, but We'll make it get it all figured out. Cool. As Billy always says, fuck Carson. <laughs> yeah, he's about to be jobless. Anyway, Carson, 
I feel bad for you, but you're still a bitch. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey.